Hello. <laughs> that was a loud hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's so everyone wakes up so they can hear me. This is very important that we're talking about today. So I need everyone's eyes wide open, your brains tuned into my voice. Hello. Um, your eyes don't have to be open. This is an audio format, but <laughs> if you want to, just to please Andre, he'll appreciate I, it. I daydream better when my eyes are just like wide open. I'm just staring into the nothingness. Um, okay. So, like, if I'm listening to something, yeah, I don't know. I know a lot of people like to close their eyes to picture what's going on. Um, I do it with my eyes open. It's it's better for me. Works better. So I guess now that you mention it, I do really like to stare off at people's faces in public and make them uncomfortable. But it's not that I'm thinking about them. It's just that my eyes want to rest somewhere, <laughs> and it's normally at someone's face. You have resting creep face. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, I love looking at people's faces. I don't do it intentionally to be creepy or creep them out because I find that amusing like you. I do it because I love looking at faces. Um, wow, interesting. Yeah, just like, I just, sometimes I'll be like, wow, that person is so beautiful. Or sometimes I'll be like, that person's so ugly. Um, <laughs> I just have to analyze their face. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, it's the mirror. Um, oh my God. <laughs> anyway. I was um, not expecting that. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm the queen of plot twists. Hi, everyone. Episode 24 of Scary Talk. Can you believe it? Yes, I can believe it. Um... (laughs) (laughs) If we reach episode 52, I won't be able to believe it because that would mean that we've done this for a year. I know. Wow. Like, nonstop. (laughs) No no misses, too. Like, we haven't skipped a week because of holiday. Granted, the big holidays haven't come yet. Hopefully, those won't, like, throttle us. But, um, you you know, if we make it through, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas without skipping weeks, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a good relationship with holidays, so you can count on me. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, I'll schedule you right now. So, um, yeah, yeah, but but I, I'm proud of us regardless so far. I mean, 24, really good. Hi, everyone. Today we're talking about cults. Um, Raise your hand if you're in one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Shannon, what do you love about cult no what do you know about cults? <laughs> oh andre i know so much about cults i am obsessed with cults i am in a cult just kidding i'm not <laughs> i mean honestly um, living in redding california it would not surprise me people are some people are weird some people are weird oh, yeah we yeah know they that. are we know um we're not gonna bring it up though but yeah <laughs> um uh, what do i know about cults i guess i don't know i guess is smoking, say, is, is smoking meth a cult? Because it, it could be like no, but I think I guess the best way to organize this is that a cult is different from a church, and Correct. I say that I say that sparingly because yeah. my ass is a little bit offensive when it comes to religion, mm-hmm. but the differences are only demarked by like how much money are you paying to be involved in this? Because churches they can't force you to pay money or donate to the church. It's like in the right. Bible, it's like, oh, you should, like, donate 10% or whatever. But that's not, like, enforced. That's Yeah, it's actually it... right there on um, Paul 13.5. It says, you have to donate 10% of your income. Use link church 10% off your donation. Uh, to we right love off. a woman of God. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, money would be one difference. And then... I guess when I'm talking about any other differences, that's when the line gets really blurry because it's like, well, 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, is there a difference? You know what I mean? And that's just something I guess we can talk about. But yeah, for the I, most part, it's it's a bunch of people doing stupid crap organized. I don't think <laughs> it's an inherently offensive analogy. Like, there are a lot of parallels. I mean, you know, again, besides the money thing, uh, like the concept of having a lot of people just congregating. And the reason they connected is because of this belief that it's kind of wild like yeah yeah like i i mean i don't see a big difference um, <laughs> yeah i mean if i guess yeah. go ahead i mean you can have a cult that doesn't do harm and wouldn't necessarily fit the needs of a podcast like scary talk you know what i mean yeah. like you can have a cult that's just about like holding hands and growing vegetables but see the thing but... is i don't think you can have a cult that is like <laughs> that because like when you start calling that community cult cult comes with a negative connotation of a cult like historically they're creepy they're bad they're evil whatever and so i think there are weird strange communities that are like outsiders that live in their little pockets of the world and that do not cause harm that are basically a cult but not evil but people don't call those cults do they like yeah but even in a real cult they don't call themselves a cult you know yeah, but like because <laughs> they don't want to be <laughs> but like let's i mean i mean like let's get real though like we know when a cult i mean <laughs> i don't know i feel like yeah you're right but what i'm saying is what they say don't count because they're brainwashed so of course they're not gonna call themselves a cult <laughs> yeah um but if, if we on the outside see that there's like people being killed and shit like come on anyway um cults is what we're talking about today um, uh, use code cult to get 10% off your next <laughs> um, so I'll start okay here okay Shannon I have to preface this by saying my cases are a little gruesome they're kind oh. of fucked um, okay and here's the thing <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing I think it's just because I'm nervous I researched a good amount to find one occult that wasn't already in the zeitgeist, like very popular, so I could bring something fresh to this episode. But two, like within that, I was also looking for something that wasn't so gruesome. Literally, there was nothing. <laughs> All these cults fucking uh, suck and they're fucking awful. So yeah. I just picked the two that caught my eye the most, uh, or that I thought were the least, whatever. Um, interesting, regardless. But anyway, here we are. So. I'm going to talk today about actually two cults, because I think time will permit. Um, one is <laughs> a UFO cult that murdered 19 boys because they thought they were evil. Oh. So, in 1989... <laughs> hi, everyone. In 1989, the Amazonian town of Altamira received a sudden increase of reports of missing children. Not having clear clues about the disappearances, the authorities couldn't do anything about it. By 1993, the reports rose to 19 missing children from 8 to 13 years old with no trace or a clue to find them. So oh. I'm lifting those two first sentences from straight from the article. It's an article by Maria Isabel Carrasco on culturacollectiva.com uh, because I thought they were really suspenseful and they really set the mood. Uh, now, onto my actual notes. So, 
Brazil, 1989, there's a bunch of boys missing. Um, there are no traces that allow police to find them. What happens? At one point, the bodies of five children are found uh, with signs of torture and castration. So of these 19 missing children that, again, are from 8 to 13, at one point, five of the 19 bodies are found. It is determined that the people who are doing this like must have medical knowledge, basically, because of the castrations that are performed on these bodies. Like They look to be done anatomically accurate like there's no other way to say this kind of gruesome it is what it is so um that's what the police have so far but they don't really have any other leads and that's the problem that they, they can't really connect this to anything else um now what happens there a lot of the bodies that they found were bodies of homeless kids but the rest of the kids that were missing so the other 14 that still hadn't been found whether they were alive or dead at the point the police didn't know, those were actually children that were reported missing by their families. So they weren't homeless or orphaned. Um, and the police had a hard time with this because, like, are these two different, like, separate pockets of kids connected? Like, because one pocket is homeless, one pocket isn't. So, confusion. Um, so, all the efforts were futile. Until one day, this kid comes to the police and explains how he escaped from his captors. Now, who were his captors? Where? <laughs> the captors were a cult um, called... The captors were the Superior Universal Alignment UFO cult, which believed that the world was coming to an end and only... I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah. I need to dwell on that. The Superior Universal Alignment UFO cult. Uh... <laughs> they, that, was, that was their official name and they believed that the world was coming to an end and only those who followed their precepts could be saved now back to this kid right so he says this fucking cult captured me uh they were fucking awful to me uh i am castrated because they fucking suck <gasps> i'm like no wait hey. they literally he survived the castration yeah um, there's actually another version stating that it was two boys that managed to escape after being castrated, not just one, but this isn't clear. Oh my so regardless, God. however many boys it was, they were castrated once they found the police. So, how do you um, survive that bunch of blood loss? I mean, that, that's the thing, right? They thought that this was connected to a medical group because they were doing it correctly. Like, mm. like, I mean, castration isn't legal anymore, but like when it was, like it was a legitimate medical procedure and like you were supposed to survive it. So, mm. I guess like that. Um, yeah. But basically, this kid, they did that to him. He found the police. Um, he had not bled to death. Uh, he was fine. He recounted his story. And um, the police were shocked. Um, they heard the kid as to who he was saying had um, done all of this. And they were really shock that the people he was naming were like elites of brazil like very important people and politicians and whatnot um the people who belong to this cult so this little kid his name was wonderlay pinero and he described um some awful shit he said that he suffered torture and sexual abuse alongside the castration and also mutilation while he was in the cult um, he also explained that there were other children that had been stabbed to death and that their organs were extracted uh, to be sold into the black market. 
Um, there are also unofficial versions of this uh, story that state that their captors even ate the children's organs, but there's this is not confirmed. <laughs> However, I would not be surprised. I don't know if you agree. Um, Brazilian society uh, eventually caught wind of this because the story went public, and they were also shocked that the people that this little kid had like name drop were like wealthy business people one, one of them was actually a police officer um and also uh the leader of the religious cult that i mentioned and the leader whose name was valentina de andrade so people were shocked because like people had awareness that this cult existed they just didn't know that they were doing this to people and so they were like what like valentina's cult superior universal alignment ufo cult is castrating kids the fuck uh how surprising right yeah, you would so... never suspect them right <laughs> <laughs> so there's that um now okay again to restate the cult's beliefs they believe that the world was coming to an end and only the people who followed the cult's beliefs would be saved um they stated that they had been contacted by extraterrestrial beings specifically valentina said that she had been contacted by ets and that they warned her about um the inevitable doom that was coming however if she agreed to spread their word um they would send they would send out a spaceship uh to get her and all of her followers um uh in 1981 um eight years before the police reports were made public and before like these this kid came forward when the cult was still relatively new back in 1981 valentina de andrada the cult leader started preaching about all these new religious precepts uh, which assured that god didn't exist and that jesus was actually an alien messiah who had arrived to earth to teach us about enlightenment and love um she was also convinced that male children born after the year 1981 were embodying evil and they had to be killed as a sacrifice to these beings who would save them um, oh my now the <laughs> the latter of these two sets of beliefs was obviously a more private one otherwise this cult would have been shut the fuck down um but anyway and I guess she succeeded because, again, she was killing kids from 1981 to 1989 for those eight yeah. years until the kid came forward. And, like, I guess this shit got shut down. Um, so, yeah, they believe kids were evil and they started killing them. Again, 19 missing children by 1989. Five of them found dead. Um, most definitely connected to this cult. Um, in the end, authorities captured four of the um, identified captors. Um, within the cult but the leader Andrade she managed to flee the country um, after a couple of years though she was arrested and all of the people all five so the four original and now including her were charged with the murders of five children however she managed to kind of escape again in the sense that she wasn't persecuted for these crimes because she had a very convincing alibi that showed that she wasn't present when the murders took place um so she was exonerated and now she <gasps> is according to this article quote unquote happily guiding her increasing flock of followers who simply ignore these crimes because yes superior alignment whatever the fuck is still going so no. um, yeah <laughs> come to Brazil um, yeah she was never in prison because other people made the dirty work now this was super duper interesting to me because this shit did not work with Charles Manson uh, and I wonder if the mm -hmm. Brazilian justice system is different um, like 
I mean, me and my very technical brain years ago, I did used to think like, well, Charles Manson didn't actually touch anyone. Why did he go to jail? But now years later, mm-hmm. I understand. I like I understand uh, if you have a very charismatic leader that is the key for imposing this kind of shit in people's minds and then that makes them go crazy because they're susceptible or whatever or weak whatever even if they're not even if, if even, even if you're just very good at just, uh, convincing people to do shit um and then they do it for you i understand how you then should be made responsible for that um yeah, and so I see what Charles Manson went to prison. While, um, I mean, the people who actually killed for him also did, but like way lesser sentences. Um, I just bring this up because I always found this really interesting. Because for a long time, I legitimately did not understand why he was in prison. But mm. um, yeah, anyway. But I guess Brazil things like seventeen-year-old me because they were like, nope, she didn't do it. She wasn't there, so she's free. Um, very smart of her. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, do to have other people do the do her dirty work. Um, I think, yeah, cult leaders know that. Like, <laughs> as long as you don't lay a finger on anyone, but you have everyone else do it, then you can be exonerated if if you're lucky. And that that sucks. Um, so that's my first case. Thoughts? Um. Well, sounds like a gang or like the mob. You know, like they never yeah. lay hands. But, um, I guess. I just have the same thought that I have with every single cult case, which is like, if you're doing this and you're following those beliefs that are more or less totally stupid, like, um, it's because you're weak. (laughs) And I know, like, that's not fair to say because you don't know what someone's going through, you know, and why they chose to join that. But when it becomes like, I'm going to kill a child, like, that's, you should know better. Right. You'd think that you're like fail safe like instinct would like kick in to be like no like i shouldn't do that (laughs) i don't know like don't we all have something like that like i don't know i Um, certainly hope so (laughs) (laughs) but i mean again i understand and i also don't want to be like oh like whoever does it is weak um because i guess i don't want what the cult community to come for us um i'm shaking Um, but um they are gonna come for us and we're gonna join (laughs) just kidding um but but yeah we also don't have I also don't have um, like a lot of empathy for those kind of people, especially the ones that yeah. not only join but also end up doing a lot of crazy shit for their cult. Because I I agree with you. I think like the fuck like do you just never wake up? Like hello, nope. um, I don't know. Uh, so, and that's kind of why like I don't. That's why I don't really like take it that much. Like I just I can't really have that much sympathy because like you're choosing this you know like after a certain point i know that you feel like you can't escape or whatever but but you i mean unless you they're literally gonna kill you like you can't escape even even crazy shit that i've like read and heard about like scientology where they literally like alienate you from your family and do all kinds of shit like i don't think they're actually gonna like kill you if you fucking leave um so and i think a lot of these also (laughs) won't do that um, um, I think with Scientology, that's a little bit up for discussion, though, because some oh people God. have gone missing. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> um, you'll decide if you want to cut this out. Um, Tom Cruise, don't come for me. So. Hi, Tom. <laughs> um, Katie's good. She's fine. Hello, Katie Holmes. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Like, if you get approached by someone on a cult and they ask you to join and you're going through for example like a time of grief or some some something terrible in your life just happened 
um you're much more susceptible and vulnerable and they can like pull you in however like once you get over that if you're still in there and you're not they're not going to kill you if you leave and they're asking you to do terrible things and you're still like willingly there because you like i just again i can put myself in that situation that hasn't happened to me but get out like just fucking get mm-hmm. out like <laughs> it can be worse than whatever they're asking you to do so just get yeah. out um if you're listening to this and you're in a cult or you think you know someone in a cult <laughs> get out <laughs> um okay secondly i'm gonna talk more okay shannon this is fucking fucked okay i'm gonna talk about the anthill kits now so, so both of the one, yeah, both of the cults that I that I picked, I try to make them obscure so people wouldn't have heard of them before because I think that's more interesting. But man, oh man, um, I understand why they're obscure. I don't think the mainstream media wants to be like wants to like highlight these because they are just like they're interesting, sure, but more than anything, they're just super messed up. And mm-hmm. for example, like. I mean, not that the popular ones aren't messed up, like Jonestown or Heaven's Gate, but they're much more sensational. Like they, like the personalities that let them are like, you know, Heaven's Gate was this guy who thought he was gonna get like sucked into the like sky by aliens, or Jonestown, like the guy was like a fucking personality, um, and so it was like it was very enthralling to talk about it. These cults, they don't have those kinds of leaders. They're just really awful. Shit mm-hmm. happens. Um, so I understand why they're more obscure. I think that's my theory. Anyway, so the Ant Hill Kids. There was this guy called Rock Therialt, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Don't give a fuck. So he was <laughs> he ran a small doomsday cult in Ontario, Canada, between 1977 and 1989, and he had absolute control over a dozen adults and 26 children, <gasps> most of whom my. he had fathered himself with his nine <gasps> wives. So no, 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 no. We are signing off right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So before getting kicked out of the Seventh Day Adventists, so mind you, this is the precursor for whatever the fuck he decided to create. Um, Theriot had amassed a following by organizing se- uh, seminars about detoxing for people who were trying to quit alcohol and, and cigarettes. Um, mm. He had convinced a lot of these people that he had met through these seminars to quit their jobs, to quit their day jobs, and live their families to live with him in the forest. Um, and honestly, sounds great. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that's how the cult started, and uh, he dubbed their uh, he dubbed his followers as the Ant Hill Kids because of how hard he demanded they work. I don't know why the fuck he would join if the name of the cult is the Ant Hill Kids because yeah. they're going to make you work like a fucking worker ant. But anyway. Yeah, never mind. That doesn't um, sound good at all. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll keep my day job. It's okay. Um, and <laughs> the article says, and when I say demand, I mean he forced them to break their own legs with sledgehammers if they refused <gasps> to work. No, so, it's like misery. I couldn't have said it better. Um, this is fucked. So let's. <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's just so like extraordinary. Like I just can't believe that this shit exists. Um, anyway, so Anne Hill Kids. Though this guy failed to predict the world um, ending in 1979, because he said it was going to end in 1979, he did successfully um, grow the cult. Uh, he became a, a prominent figure 
um, in the community before people realized the terrible shit he was doing. Um, but yeah, he was a sadist. He demanded absolute loyalty from his followers. He punished naysayers and doubters. Um, he did shit like nail children to trees. He <gasps> made his followers eat their own shit. And when he was angry, uh, he stripped them down and bat them, plucked their hairs out one by one, and many other forms of abuse. Um, oh my gosh. That was when he was angry. Like, he wasn't angry when he was nailing children to trees. What the fuck? Um, ugh, oh, dear. So fucked. Anyway, um, he also refused to take anyone to the doctor. So when anyone needed any kind of surgical intervention, he would just do it himself without any medical first. <gasps> No. Which at one point resulted in one uh, woman dying because he accidentally pulled out her intestines because this guy yeah, obviously wasn't fucking medically trained. Um, he oh, Honestly, even if he was, maybe he was such a fucking asshole, he just did it on purpose. Whatever. He also killed a child during a failed circumcision. So he was like an amateur doctor that just sucked ass, basically. And also was a sadist. Um, and one more kid died after being left outside during a blizzard as punishment. Um, thoughts so far. Um, some of these were his kids, right? Like, I wait, wait a minute. Let me read this. Yes, Tw- twenty-six kids, most of whom he had fathered himself. I mean, the chances are at least one of yeah. these was one of his kids. Yeah, he gives zero fucks. This sounds like a horror movie. Yeah, it's literally a horror movie. Um, it wasn't until 1989 that one of the members, her name was Gabrielle Lavallee, we stand. Um, uh, she had been brutally mutilated by this guy on more than one occasion. However, she managed to escape in 1989 um, and contacted the police. Uh, this guy was given a life sentence, but he was killed in 2011 by his cellmate. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> however, a portion of his followers never recovered from their abuse and have continued to obey his teachings. So this shit is going on. Um, both of these terrible fucking cults are still going on. Granted, the original leaders are no longer there, so maybe they're not going on in their original form. Hopefully, they're not. Also, you'd yeah. hope they're not because police would catch them. Sometimes police suck. I don't know. Um, but you know, you hope they're not like they used to be. Like, kind of, <laughs> kind of like how the KKK claims to have had like a complete like revamp of their image, and nowadays they're actually just like a, like a white pride like organization kind of like uh, that like deep down you know that like they're probably still doing the same shit like behind closed oh, doors yeah, they are. so like it's kind of like that like you like the public image of these clothes is like we suck but we're good now but i mean i don't know if i buy that no um, if they were actually good they would just end ties altogether. yeah <laughs> agree so that's what i fucking have dude just some awful shit Cults are crazy. Um, like in all seriousness, nothing to fuck with. Like seriously, just like I mean, not like we didn't already know that, but there are a lot of people that become lured into these things, and so they must have some kind of appeal. Um, but you know, if uh, anyone yeah. listening to this that just thinking of joining a cult, just uh. you know, this is nothing to fuck with. It's like, before you join a cult, ask yourself, can I get a cat? Can I get a dog? Can I join maybe a book club at my local library? Um, maybe I want to try being gluten-free because that community is thriving. You know, just think about your options before you jump straight to child murder. Yeah, like, there um, are, like, at least 
five dozen subreddits that you can like meet people from in real life before you're like, you know what? None of these have worked. It's cult time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I know people in cults. Like that's not a joke. And yeah, it's not a pretty sight. And like I said, I think the reason is if you're really lost and you have no idea what you're doing with life. And I think people are especially vulnerable right now when they're young. Oh my god, are um, we talking about the, easy. are we talking about the B word? I think so. The B yeah. word in, in your in your town? Oh no, we're not. Okay. No. Okay. I think that that definitely counts too, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Um I am talking about something elsewhere. Um anyway, that was fascinating. Do we have any thoughts on um I guess I guess because our normal content is different, like we don't yeah. talk about it's True not paranormal. This is just scary yeah. because it's gross and sad. So I guess here's my question: um, What do you think is worse, human beings or the paranormal? Human beings, without a doubt. Like I've heard oh, yeah. of demons doing lesser shit than this guy. Like <laughs> I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd rather yeah. get stabbed. Well, not me personally. Knocking wood, but um, I'd rather get <laughs> stabbed like twenty times by Arnshay and Johnson's fucking like body demon then get like nailed to a wall what the fuck like because he like yeah he's not even killing them is this just straight up torture like i'd rather just die um mm-hmm. well i mean i wouldn't rather live to a thousand but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is this is just awful um also for clarification the b word is britney um so no <laughs> You know what I was thinking about when you said that you would what? rather live to a thousand? Have you seen that episode of Doctor Who where the this like human is just like a thin veil of skin with a face on it? Because oh she's my god! Old. Yeah, she's like moisturize me. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget her that's name. That's gonna be you. <laughs> no, that's gonna be Cher in ten years, dude. Um... <laughs> oh my god, just ten years. She's <laughs> already like one fifty. okay (laughs) all right um are you ready yeah i'm ready this case is very okay so basically i've been following this case for a very long time because this is nexium y'all know y'all better know i've heard of this you have okay so the reason i heard about this and the reason i care about this obviously is because my ass grew up watching smallville (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I shit you not. I actually like named my cat Chloe and then we found out it was a boy. So we changed his name. But the point is I named a cat after this chick who is now being prosecuted. So that's something interesting. Um, (laughs) So what is Nexium? This is a 20 year old group. We're going to say group (laughs) based in Albany, New York um, with affiliates in Canada and Mexico. They present themselves as a multi-level marketing company, which um, MLMs learn to know the acronym because they will try to recruit you for jobs and stuff. And a lot of MLMs are just straight up cults, dude. Like legit. Yeah, it's just don't play with it. Just it's better to just like work for like a fast food place if you really need a job. Like honestly. Um, so, okay, super duper quick aside because I don't want to keep interrupting. I once got offered a job at, an, at something that I later realized was an MLM. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and I was actually surprised at how fast I got it, but it makes total sense because they'll hire anyone. Anyway, yeah. 
I interviewed for one and like I asked him several times I'm like is this real because like I don't really give a fuck like I'm just that type of person and he was like he just like wouldn't answer me he'd like work around it I'm like okay so this isn't real (laughs) (laughs) um so in this article by Kara Bettis, this is basically found on like a cult investigation website. Um, uh, I'll just give you kind of the summary of what she put down. So Nexium was led by a man named Keith Rainier. Um, Rainier created a society with a Nexium called DOS. And DOS is an acronym for the Latin Dominus Obsequius Sor, 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 sorponium? Soronium? I'm not sure how you say that. The point Sir is... Sorpony? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, the point is it translates loosely to dominant over submissive, and they would refer to it as um, lord slash master of obedient female companions. Okay. So, that's something to like ask around if you're thinking about joining a cult. Like, hey, like, what are your weird like principles here? <laughs> I wouldn't join that. Okay, so this was founded in 1998 by Rainier and a friend, Nancy Salzman. Um, who was Nancy Salzman? She was a nurse. She was trained in hypnotism and neurolinguistic programming. So already we have this nice little bowl of soup boiling on the stove, and we got Rainier, who's basically a um, fucking con artist, basically. I mean, you can't really prove that but he did try to start like another company kind of early on before nexium that was like totally shut down he was sued for it and stuff Mm -hmm. um so these two crazies are like hey let's do let's do something a little different so they open nexium and they start offering executive success programs and these are marketed as self-help Um, if you want to improve yourself as a person, see success in your career, if you want to experience joy. And honestly, those are all things we all want. So why wouldn't you, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just a class, right? Like nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) And before I kind of get deeper, I want to say like, as I'm talking about this, this does bear a lot of similarities to Scientology. Um, So yeah, just keep an eye out for that. Okay. Not that Scientology's a cult. Oh no. Not at all. <laughs> so, among the weird things that would happen in this organization, Rainier had his followers refer to him as Vanguard, and he got this from a video game of the same name that he had played as a child, in which destruction of one's enemies increased one's own power. So, oh, okay. is your red light blaring? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So basically some of the weird things that would go on training in Nexium, including the manual was subject to NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you had to sign NDAs that you weren't going to share anything from the manual and talk about the training. Um, they had something called rational inquiry, which basically just means you sit down with someone and they ask you questions, which sounds extremely similar to auditing. But by the way, quick aside, NDAs are so stupid. Like, you can just anonymously post it on the internet. And if it blows up, like, everyone will know whatever secret the NDA provider was trying to keep secret. Um, just don't do shady shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. at the end of the day, an NDA is kind of like a, like a, like a, what the fuck is it called? A restriction order. Like, when you don't want someone to a restraining order sorry um it's a piece of paper like you still have to keep your eyes open so if you're someone who has a secret and give someone an nda so they don't tell it like uh, 
<laughs> there's ways. I mean, there's ways. Yeah. Okay, so uh, when you're recruited in, members are meant to supply denigrating info about themselves to demonstrate commitment. Yeah, so that's definitely something. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I need to say it at this point. Yeah. Um, Colt investigator Rick Allen Ross, he commissioned the publication of part of Nexium's manual. He got this from someone who had left Nexium, and they obviously didn't follow through with that NDA by supplying it. He described it as expensive brainwashing. And Nexium ended up suing the Ross Institute, but the cases were eventually dismissed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? He's a cult investigator. He's investigating your organization. <laughs> right. So... This is kind of how, like, I guess my question normally is, like, how do these things get so big? Because this one's not, like, huge, but it was doing well enough that, like, I don't know, a lot of people were in it, you know? Uh-huh. So the answer to that is lots and lots of money. But where do you get the money? Stupid rich people. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a corporation called Seagram's. This is in Canada, and they basically create whiskey. And the two heiresses of Seagram's, the daughters of the man who runs it, Clara and Sarah Bronfman, they were basically recruited into it, and they donated $2 million to Nexium. (laughs) (laughs) $2 million. Their father, um, Edgar Bronfman, he took this to Forbes, and he called it a cult, and he said that he hadn't spoken to his daughters in months. This was his way of kind of contacting them and being like, um, please don't. And if you're Harris, Harris, I don't know how you say that. Harris. If you have like a lot of money to give away, like, because it's not yours, you didn't earn it. You don't know what to do with it. You have so much fucking money. Mm-hmm. Of course, like some attractive guy offers you like these programs to make you feel good about yourself. And you're like, oh, this is such a good cause. Oh my god, they milked the crap out of them. They got so much money. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in 2008, the Bronfman sisters asked um, favors through people that their father had known to get investigators to open cases into Nexium's many critics. And honestly, there weren't that many, maybe just a few. But anyone who spoke out against it or was saying, like, this is a cult or anything like that, like, they would try and get people to, like, sue them. Um... So that's basically just another way of silencing people and preventing them from understanding what's actually happening. But, I mean, shit. And this is going to get dark, I promise. <laughs> I just, this is so fascinating to me, so. How did Allison Mack from Smallville get involved in this? Well, Kristen Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> Kristen Crook, beautiful girl. Oh my god, we all love her. I don't know if Kristen was... I don't know how deeply Kristen was involved in this, and I'm not going to say anything about it because I'm sure her ass will be on me. But she was, quote, involved with Nexium in 2006, and Nancy Salzman and her daughter Lauren went to basically Canada where they filmed Smallville to recruit Allison Mack, and they did. Kristen's no longer part of the cult, I think, she, uh, cult organization. I think she left maybe like a little bit after Allison had joined for some reason, but I mean, I think that's what she said. Hmm. And supposedly she didn't know about any of the weird stuff. But So Mac was on a podcast, um, and this was called Living the Dream by Phil Morris. And she said that after Smallville kind of landing the successful role, um, the show did go on for 10 years, and like she was like 25 near the end. 
she said that she was experiencing like a quarter life crisis and she said i started to see what i was missing that i thought i would get from success was a joyful inner world like that's what she said about nexium and joining it um so on the outside like she was presenting like big smiles and this will change your life and all this stuff but we obviously know now that it has a darker side to it which is why you just can't like i don't know you just got to be smart you got to be like unawares because i remember being on tumblr when i was like 15 i think that's when i joined and all these people that go to cons and like i do it too and girls like my age would like meet allison mack and like get their photo taken with her and i'm just like now looking back i'm like jesus fucking christ (laughs) (laughs) like what if she was like recruiting because they did want girls you know and there were underage girls and like that's just so wild but i guess there's no way to know so basically how does this cult work that by the way that reminds me of a famous um like high profile mexican celebrity case long story short there's this big artist she's still like doing music now her name is gloria trevi and in the early 2000s she's she's very big in the early 2000s um she was still big back then apparently she was married to this tv producer who ran a kind of um like prostitution ring ish um and she allegedly recruited young girls to quote-unquote have him like produce music for them they wanted to be singers or whatever but in reality like that wouldn't happen um (laughs) and uh she claims that's not how things happen and she never actually recruited girls and it was all the guy that did it and Mm -hmm. she went to jail for some time but now is out and is a huge artist so if you ever want to look that up interesting shit interesting shit yeah damn that's crazy um so basically i'm just gonna get into like the weird about stuff rank in nexium classes was signified by colored sashes which can you get more girl scouts like oh my god guys <laughs> jesus they had a 12 point mission statement where they pledged to purge themselves of all parasite and envy based habits to enroll others uh christianity anyone and to ethically control as much of the money wealth and resources of the world as possible um can you imagine joining a cult where they're like, yeah, we just want to control all the money in the entire world, if possible? I mean, uh, one, yeah, I can imagine. But two, man, that's so hard. Like, even the concept of ethics itself, like, ethical according to who? Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like, why Why do you think that you are qualified to do this? Because you know. Just know. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, intensive classes there um, that could last up to 12 hours a day. They had normal ones, too. But the intensive ones, they were 12 hours a day. For up to 16 days, they would cost as high as $7,500. Um, no, I'm not paying for that. But you can see how they targeted rich people who were kind of yeah. Like, yeah. like sad and empty because they have all their money, but they don't know who they are. You know, it's like whatever. It's very deep, Shannon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me. I'm talking like whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, so this is really Paris interesting. Paris Hilton has entered the chat, okay? Oh my god, don't you talk about Paris that way. I'm actually a big fan. <laughs> How dare you? She's doing her DJ work. She is earning her income, sort True. of. You're right, you're right. <laughs> Not really. It's okay. So they would call anyone who left Nexium suppressives. And if y'all are familiar with Scientology, Scientologists call people who left them suppressed persons. Yeah, it's I've like, heard that. Yeah. Keith, are you just stealing everything from Scientology? What's happening? It's a weird Scientology Girl Scout hybrid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so people who had left were said to have undergone the fall, and they were referred to as Luciferians. And <laughs> that just makes me laugh because, like, what? <laughs> we're bringing Satan yeah. into this. <laughs> Satanists are doing better than you. <laughs> Um, once a week during the week of Vanguard's birthday, they would have Vanguard week to celebrate Keith, <laughs> which just, why? Mm, okay. I'm just talking about the tedious nonsense before I get into the really horrifying, because it is very funny to me. Yeah. Um, so according to a complaint by a former member, or, you know, a Luciferian, um, a medical doctor performed an experiment on her that involved recording her EEG responses while viewing footage of people getting murdered. Hmm. And Lit. the doctor, he um, faced 24 conduct charges, which is well-suited, I think. <laughs> yeah. So what did they do? Um, I think that's kind of what we all want to know. And it's not good, but it's certainly less crazy than what you talked about. So I guess good. we're ending on a happier note, sort of. Not really. <laughs> So DOS. DOS is at the center of all of this. This is the secret sisterhood, the slave fucking nonsense. Um, so basically, if you were brought into this like supposedly better inner circle, then you would be agreeing to be referred to as a slave. You would be branded with the initials of Rainier and sometimes Mac. Um, you would receive corporal, corporal punishment from your masters. And you'd have to provide nude photos and other damning information of yourself as collateral so that you won't leave, basically. Is this just, like, BDSM for people who are really into it? Like, they can't get a kick out of leather and cuffs anymore? No, I mean, maybe for the people who are harming them, like Allison Mack and Rainier, I think maybe they got that out of it. But for the other people, it was just, like, cult brainwashing. They thought they had to do it. And a lot of these girls were really young and they didn't know any better and they wanted out, but they couldn't get out because of the collateral. So like, uh -huh. that's kind of why the, tra the, the charges are sex trafficking because they were literally like taking girls away from their family and not letting them speak to them and not telling them what was happening to them. They were torturing them basically. Mm -hmm. Like, even though it was all hypersexual, it wasn't necessarily consent. Like that's kind of what's happening. Right. So an actress named Sarah Edmondson, she left the cult after seeing well, basically, they invited her to join DOS, so she sees what's happening. She sees people blindfolded, nude, and held down by Mac and other women and being branded with a cauterizing pin. And she was like, peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and she went to the press and like talked about all this several times. All right, and then she also pointed out that um, the collateral, it could also just be money. So, like, you forfeited a couple grand if for some reason you missed the gym one day because they were obsessed with, like, you being thin to satisfy Keith. Um, yeah, and this girl named India Oxenberg, her mom actually wrote a book about her daughter being in this cult. She was starved um, less than 500 calories a day for over a year. Um because, like, I guess she wasn't thin enough or something, and <laughs> she was wow. trapped in the cult, but now she's out. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, Allison I Mack, guess if, if all else fails, you, you uh, want to be skinny, just join a fucking cult, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Allison Mack signed a contract that, um, that basically said, like, her 
children that she would have in the future would belong to Rainier, and all of her money and assets would belong to Rainier. Not even necessarily in her death, it was just, it was all his. Um, <laughs> she also admitted that she came up with the branding, and yeah, that's just, I basically can't watch Smallville anymore, like, I just can't. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Um, the girls were forced into starvation diets so much that they lost their ability to have periods. Um, they were told not to date because that got in the way of satisfying Keith's needs. And some of them were given abortions without their consent. Um, there is, like, I think it was in an outer, like, part of Nexium, in a different, like, not on the main one in Albany, but somewhere else, where they were forced to wear fake cow udders while men called them derogatory names. Um, yeah, that's just ridiculous. And that's too much if nothing else got you out when they strap fake cow udders to you i think it's time to just throw in the towel you know what yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> so one woman actually texted rainier and because she didn't know that the branding was his initial she just knew that she was getting branded and he texted her back if it were abraham lincoln or bill gates's initials no one would care hmm. like what I don't even want their initials on me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking crazy. So. Whose initials do you want? Beyonce. Just kidding. Just a B. <laughs> Just a B. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I guess you can include that if you want. It's good content. <laughs> So, in March 2018, Rainier was arrested for sex trafficking, conspiracy to commit sex trafficking, and conspiracy to commit false labor. Um, Mac was also arrested April 20th, 420, blaze it, 2018. Just kidding, don't blaze it, I don't do drugs, and neither should you. <laughs> um, Claire Bronfman was also arrested, and get this, because this is what I was saying from the beginning. If you have money, you're not going to pay for shit, okay? Claire Bronfman posted a $100 million bail. Wow. $100 million. Allison Max was $1 million, which is still fucking high. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, Nancy Salzman and Lauren Salzman were also arrested. And another woman named Cassie Russell was arrested. Um, all of these women, including Mac, pled guilty, basically. Hmm. And guess what Keith did? He what? pled not guilty. <laughs> so on June 19th, 2019, this was literally like a week ago, Keith was convicted in court. So, bye, bitch. <laughs> um, Allison Mac's trial is going to be in September, and she's facing as high as 40 years, but realistically it could probably be three to five if she cooperates, which is kind of insane because she was doing just as much as Rainier, mm -hmm. basically. I mean, not to say that people can't change, but like, holy shit, can you? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So Claire, <laughs> Claire only has to do 21 to 27 months in prison and she has to pay $6 million. Can you imagine being rich? Because, wow. Yeah, dude, that's... It's a lot of dough. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... 
he's gonna do it i mean yeah so this is where it gets kind of what's the okay i'm gonna do it dun 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 <laughs> that wasn't that dark but this is where it gets like that <laughs> so mac allison mac she married nikki klein who's an actress who was on battlestar galactica mm -hmm. in 2017 and they haven't been able to prove this, or at least they haven't pressed charges for it, but it was supposedly to get around U.S. immigration laws because Nikki Klein was Canadian and she needed to be more involved in the cult by moving to New York. Um, and so <laughs> this is according to an article on Art Voice by Frank Perlato. Frank is doing some good work. He has so much information. So in April of 2018, it was rumored that Nikki Klein is now leading DOS um, <laughs> and Claire Bronfman is now in charge of Nexium as a whole. Um, and in theory, according to this article, they're still proceeding with punishment, calorie cutting, paddling women, and Nikki supposedly wants a 60 second text response from her slaves that says ready m m meaning master and if they don't do it they will be subject to punishment wait if they, and, don't, if they don't text within what 60 seconds yeah of, of her of her being like i want you yeah <laughs> okay dang yeah and there's rumor what if what? i'm not what if i'm taking a shit like what if i'm not ready you and... need to have your phone with you when you're doing that Okay, oh, she just times. wants to text back. She doesn't want to actually want to do anything. She wants you to text back so that then you can do something. But you need to text back. Hmm, okay. So <laughs> their plan supposedly is to continue expanding Nexium in places like Mexico and Central America. Um, <laughs> We're good. Yeah. <laughs> so they're still at large, just like your two cults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. It, that's the thing about this kind of shit, though. Like, it's not one person committing crazy things, but it's one person brainwashing a bunch of people. And even if the head dies, uh, another head can form, you know, and it can keep on living. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I had to talk about. Any thoughts? Um, it was fucking sad. Um, also, it was sad that these people had so much money and they're kind of just like, sure, I'll give this thing millions of dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. There's better... There's better things. I don't know. It's well, just... money doesn't fix your fix your soul. It just provides you with baseline security, which is nice. But what yeah. else does it do? But it does buy you chocolates and shoes, which can help fix your soul. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Marie Kondo has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it can it can buy you Marie Kondo. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Marie fold. <laughs> Um, that's interesting. Well, I am glad your case wasn't as terrible as mine because, <laughs> yeah, mine were some gruesome shit. I mean, yours is still super sad though, and just I don't know. It's also more modern, and I I don't know. I I hate it. I hate how like just the conclusion of this whole episode. I think I just like hate the yeah. idea that someone could fall into something like this so easily. I just, I don't know. I can't fathom that. Um, but I guess you can. I don't know. And and when by the time you're in it and you realize, you feel like it's too late. And then, yeah. People just want to belong to something. They want their life to have purpose. And right. it doesn't really matter if you're causing violence to other people or if you're part of a sex cult. If you have that purpose fulfilled and you're being told that you're doing such a good job, people want that validation, you know? 
Mm-hmm. On that note, um, <laughs> Brittany's out. So, okay, hear me out. So, she, I think I said this maybe in a recent episode, but she's no longer at a mental health facility. She's just at her home. She's chilling, uploading a bunch of videos of her lip syncing and also exercising to her own tracks, which I think is iconic. Like, she posts videos of her, like, doing, like, Pilates on the floor while giving me more place in the background. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's one level of self-love that I strive to have because I can't <sighs> even hear myself, like, like phone recordings. Like, no. Um, but anyway... Uh, she's doing that. She posted this video the other day because I guess people were like, oh, you're not posting your own shit. It's like your manager's trying to convince us that you're living a normal life. But in reality, they're controlling you. And she had to post this Instagram story that was like, to all of you guys that think that I don't, I don't post my own videos, um, you're wrong. Yes, I do. And then she gave some like little proof. I don't remember what it was. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the point that we are at now. Um, singer and entertainer and Britney Spears. What? Come again? Come again? What? And then she hands it to her manager and says, keep posting for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, this is a timeline that we live in. Like, that's how we feel like sometimes. It's just fucking bizarre. It's just great. It's like out of a movie. Um, Can you imagine being like a huge celebrity and well, one, you post the weird shit she posts on Instagram, which is just bizarre. But second, like they have to post something like, hey, guys, I'm not being brainwashed and controlled by my corporate overlord. This is actually me. XOXO. Like, that's just so crazy. Um, I mean, yeah. did you watch that new episode of Black Mirror with Miley Cyrus? Because it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Um, I actually was watching it with David and I told him something on the lines of I actually got serious and I was like. I mean, spoilers for those of you guys that haven't seen it. Miley Cyrus basically recounts her experience as a Disney child star, but, like, darker. Um, And that's what she says, too, by the way, that it has a lot of parallels with the real life, which I was surprised. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, when I was watching it, I was telling my boyfriend, you know, I think that, like, the part where the Miley character is, like, super sad and depressed because no one cares about her and they just put her on medication. Um, I was like, that kind of feels like Britney to me. Like, I feel like she had her breakdown and then all they cared about was, like, milking the cash cow. Um, and they didn't actually give her time or, like, I don't know, therapy or love or shit to, like, recover. And they just had her, like, pump out more albums. and You know what I mean? And just, yeah. like, kind of medicate her so she'd, she'd like just keep pumping him out um that's really grim and kind of unsubstantiated but i fucking believe it so come for me i don't care (laughs) i just feel like it's all about money in the end like that's all people care about so it wouldn't surprise me at all if that was the case well Um, that's the thing like that's not i mean everyone cares about money but not everyone cares only about money and i think the key especially when you're a big person like a celebrity is to surround yourself with those kind of people that care about money because if they care about money they're also going to care about your money and your finances and that's good for you but that they don't just care about money <laughs> that they remember yeah. that you are a human being um yeah as long as you find people like that and you can surround yourself with them i think you should you should be fine i mean there are celebrities out there that don't have horror stories like that like hillary duff never had a weird face where she did drugs and shit as far as we know as far as we know um (laughs) but like yeah i I think that's what you need to do um so thank you guys for tuning in into gossip talk uh we'll be talking more celebrities next episode 
everyone, if you have suggestions for next week's episode, please um, do let us know by DMing us at TalkScary uh, or just uh, drop us a mention in a tweet. Uh, we read everything you send us. Also, um, Shannon is leaving the podcast. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Can you imagine if I just like... <laughs> I'd be like, fine. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no. So, suggestions for next week's episode, DM us. Um, you can find the podcast on all podcast listening platforms. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Um, leave us a review, all that good stuff. Um, Shannon, anything else? Eat some good food. Not necessarily before bedtime, but I'm hungry and I'm thinking about food. And you know what? It feels like a day when you just got to treat yourself to something good. Also healthy if possible. I have never heard anything truer than the sentence, food is medicine. Um, Mm. What you put into your body, like, affects you in more ways than one and more ways than you think. Um, Like, literally, things like your lethargy, like your skin, like, all kinds of shit. Um, this is a weird ass podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, You're right, though. I started limiting my sugar intake to less than 30 grams a day. So I probably have like six grams on a good day and like 30 on a bad day. And my skin is cleared up pretty good. So, wow, glowing queen. We love that. Um, <laughs> everyone, thank you for listening. Um, don't eat any meals before bedtime. Um, large ones that is uh the mothman is still real in mine and all of our hearts and uh we love you thank you for listening we will see you next week good night bye-bye